ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Queasy Man Podcast on this rainy Sunday afternoon. At least that's what it's going in my neck of the woods. Hopefully in your neck of the woods, uh, you're having a, a nicer day. But hey, you know, nothing we can do about that. So um, today we're, we're going to be doing a different episode. Uh, this is going to be a tribute episode to my grandmother, Dorothy Morrow, who passed away November 20th, 2020. And who was a, a mother to me, um, a friend, um, and, and so, so many more. I wanted to give her a, a tribute when uh, she had passed. But, you know, this COVID and, and, and other things playing in, you know, I, I was not able to. So one of the reasons that I created a podcast was to give myself a platform to express myself and to help other people. Well, uh, a part of, you know, creating this podcast is to, you know, give her a tribute. Everything that I do, uh, you know, I would not have been able to do without this woman or my grandfather. Uh, So uh, I'm going to be doing a a tribute episode for him as well here in the the next couple weeks. Um, I I wanted to do her first due to, um, you know, she had passed away first and really, really meant a lot. Um, to me, and and I've gathered gathered myself and started writing down stories and, and what I wanted to talk about for this show. Um, I've been preparing for this show for for months, even even before I had the the podcast started. You know that when um, even before she was passed, you know I had had the idea of a podcast and you know always given her a, a tribute. So um, today's episode is going to be a tribute episode. But um, if, if you're listening to it, I hope that it, it makes you understand, you know, the impact that people have on your life and to love your parents, you know, love your family, you know, the ones that do good to you. Make sure that you, you take care of them and, and you, you pay it back no matter what it is, whether it's money or, or lessons in life, love, pay it back. Maybe you can take it and, and teach that what they taught you to somebody else. Um, and, and to be grateful for the people that you have in your life that, that mean a lot. Um, I'm sure a lot of you can hear it in my in my throat. You know, this is, it's hard. Um, it's, it's, it's not hard for me to talk about her, but it's hard to do it without crying because um, I love that woman with everything I had. And uh, that was the first woman that I ever loved in my life. And it was the first woman that ever showed me love. You know, grown Growing up uh, the way that I did, you know, my, my mom wasn't in my life uh, through most of my childhood, but my grandma was. My, my grandmother stepped in and, and took the responsibility of being my mother, and, and my grandfather stepped in and took the responsibility to be my father. And there was things in life that I, that I often look at now that I looked at when I was 16 or 17 years old, and I say, I get it. I understand, or you know what? I'm kind of glad. You know, growing up, uh, they worked really hard for everything that they had. Uh, she was born to night. Dorothy uh, Pearl Morrow was her name. She was born to August third, nineteen thirty-six, and uh, everybody knows I'm a I'm a religious person, I'm a spiritual person, and uh, I believe she went to be with the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, November twenty-third, twenty twenty. My grandmother had 10 children, 
and my grandfather had ten children, seven boys, three girls. It's a lot of kids. <laughs> that's, that's that is a lot of kids, um, and I always say that. And she also ra- um, raised uh, a cousin of mine, my older brother, that's ten years apart than myself, and. So if you, if you think about that, that that's 13 children that, that she raised. And uh, you have to have a heart. You have to have compassion to be able to do that. And, and that, is, that is definitely her. When, when my grandmother died, um, it was a huge blow to, to not only me, but, but to everybody in the family. But it was a huge blow to me because my biological mother had, had passed away already. She was... She had passed, and the mother figure that I had left was the woman that I considered my mom, and I was clinging on to that every day. And 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 life happens, you know. You grow up, you you get a job, you start working, you start you start traveling for work. You don't you don't go and you don't see your parents as much, and that, that's the truth. And and I'm and I'm talking about myself. Because life happens, you you get a family of your own, and and things just just happen. That, that that's life. And one of the things that I hope this episode does is teach you that that I look back to say, you know, if there's anything that I I wish that I'd have done more is, you know, I would have went out more. I mean, they lived two. She lived two miles off the road, and I, and I went. Don't don't get me wrong. I went more than than others, and I'm you know uh, proud to say that that I I went and I visited them more than more than others did. I'm not going to say that I was there the most. I'm not like that. But I went more than others. But that's one thing that I look back and say, you know what? There was those days where I was I was working, I was grinding. And and I talk about that, but it's like, you know, you also have to have time for your family and for your loved ones. And I, you know, I could have went over for 20 minutes, and I really do. Or the time that I was busy, you didn't answer the phone call. I, I wish I would have now. But you can't look back at life and, and say that. But you know, for those of you that are out there that have parents, have loved ones, you know, and I know you're, you're, you're working on something hard and, and that, but make sure when you're done, you call. If they call while you're working on a big project, you know, make sure when you're done, you call them. You, you know, it, it goes a long way because someday they're, they're not going to be here. And, and that is something that is as true as it is today as tomorrow will come. You know, not, everybody's not going to be here tomorrow. We all have a day that we're going to exit this earth. And that's one thing that is guaranteed about life. You know, I say it all the time that I learned from her was, you know, and she learned from somebody that people say was, she said, I was going to do two things in life and I was going to pay taxes and I'm going to, and we're going to die. And those are two things that are a hundred percent going to happen. But when, when people live their life on earth and then they, they pass away and, and they have a service. Um, one of the things that you know a pastor may ask, or, or the funeral director, when when people get up and they talk about a person, is is describe them. Just describe them in one word, if you could, or or, or, or a couple words, whatever it may be. And um, I was um, I described my grandmother. The word resilience comes up. And the definition of resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties and toughness. My grandma grew up in uh, Robertsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, one of many children. Her father was a coal miner. Her mom 
who was a housewife. Growing up in a hard area, in, in a hard town, just that hard-working, blue-collar town. Grew up during tough times. My, my grandma had a tough life, um, you know, raising 10 children of her own in a, in a depressed economical area. You know, things weren't always the best for them. They didn't always have the most money. It doesn't make them any less or, or any, you know, any, any, any less than anybody else. But one of the things that my grandma that stood out was, excuse me, <clears throat> was the way that she could survive, the way that she could survive out of the worst situations. Um, didn't have much, you know, didn't have much, but, but gave everything that she did. And, and one of the things that I'm, that I'm grateful for is, is when I grew up, you know, being, being a teenager, being, being a kid, period, it's tough and it's expensive. And she always made do. She always made do. And there was times where I would ask myself, even as a teenager, you know, how, how did she do that? One of the things that, that I learned over time was she had heart. Not that she had a heart and she was caring. She was, but she had heart. She would find a way. She was the definition of resilience. She would find a way. She would find a way to come back from any obstacle. She had many, many obstacles in her life, many setbacks, many heartaches, but she always kept going, never stopped. One of the hardest workers that I've ever seen in my life. Hands down, one of the hardest workers that I've ever seen in my life. Um, my grandmother was 84 years old when she passed away. However, you know, the last couple of years of her life, you know, she was not as physically active as, as she had been before. But I remember at 65, 70 years old, she was still scrubbing her floors. She was still doing laundry, day-to-day day day housework. But, I mean, she was going after it. She would get after it. You know, she always kept her house clean, you know, and people don't understand how hard that is when you get older in age, the mo when you start having mobility issues, two knee replacements, and, you know, on, on and on. You know, you people don't, I don't necessarily understand how hard that is. She kept fighting. She kept going. And when I was coming up and I was in the sports, I was very in the, um, heavily into sports. I was my biggest support system. Right there. She was my biggest fan. You know, I, I used to be able to come home the night before a, a Friday night football game. And I think me start being in the starting lineup and uh, just being on a team, seeing the glare in her eyes, seeing that the happiness in her eyes. She was happy. She was proud. And I'm not saying other parents weren't, but she was proud to walk into that stadium knowing that she had you know, a grandson or two, which she did, you know, that were, on, that were on that team, that played, that put a uniform on. That made her proud. Um, and if you went to football games with her, you, you knew that she was there. She had a cowbell. And, uh, you know, she would ring it loud. I can remember hearing that thing on the field. And you could hear her cheering, but it was the excitement that she had, that she was proud. You know, to some people, that this might have been a, an everyday thing. But to her, that was everything. To her, that was, and I, and I, maybe I shouldn't say everything, but to her, that was, that was big. You know, that, that was her grandsons. You know, that was her family. That was important to her. And 
she taught me to look at the little things in life and to be happy for the little things in life. You know, um, I, I remember growing up, there, there was times that people had things that I, that I wanted that, that we just couldn't afford necessarily. I just knew. But one of the things that she always taught me was, you know, you're, you're growing up, you're, you're a kid, you, you don't work. And, and explain to me how this works. But you set goals for yourself in life. And when you become an adult, you can have that, you can have that, you can have that. You can do anything that you want to do if, as long as you believe in yourself and you never quit. And her personality, her as a person, was the definition of never quitting, ever. Even until she passed away, she fought. She fought hard and she fought long and she fought hard. She was a warrior. My grandmother was a warrior. Dorothy Morrow was a warrior. Dorothy Morrow, to, to me and, and to, to so many others, was a good human being and what we need more of in this world. I mean, did she have faults that people probably say that she did? Did I? Yes. Was there times we, we argued? I, I, absolutely. You know, was our relationship perfect? No. When I was an addict and I was struggling, and uh, everybody had turned their back on me. That, uh, you know, she still showed me love in, in my darkest days, my, my darkest hours. When I, when I was, didn't have a place to go and I got evicted and I was choosing to, you know, put substances in my body. And, you know, I, I became a, 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 a full-blown drug addict. And I was, you know, addicted to opiates. And I, I didn't have anywhere to turn. Everybody had written me off. And, and, and I'm sure that there were people that told her to, to write me off as well, to, to not help. You know, they, they took me back in at, at 20, 24, 25 years of age. They, they let me come back in to their house. And she helped me rebuild myself. We started over from day one, but it was her love. It was her you know, willingness to, to not give up on me because everybody else had, everybody else had wrote me off, but she didn't. And it was through those, those tough times in, in my life that I needed somebody. I could always count on her no matter what I did. And, and yes, she was disappointed and, and upset at the choices that I had made in my life and was making at the time, but she, she didn't write me off. You know, I, I was still her grandson and she was going to help me, and and she did. And, and what I what I mean by that was, you know, she gave me the courage and, and the wisdom to get myself back out there. And I'm not trying to talk about me today. I'm trying to. I want to talk about her. But I'm just giving examples of, of of the stories that you know we we did and we had. You know. So we fast forward, we, we fast forward in life and, and I rebuild, you know, start to rebuild myself and I'm, I have children and, and I remember how good she was to my children. I remember when I would take my, my kids there and they would, they would run into grandma's house. Grandma would always have snacks for them. And I could see that glare in her eyes. Like I used to, when I played sports, you know, she was happy, you know, because she loved my children and, and she loved all of our grandkids. And and as I said before, this isn't, I'm not trying to make this about Aiden. 
I'm making this about Dorothy today. I just want people that know me that that are listeners to the show to to know me. This is me. This is my background. This is my heart. And this is the, the first woman that I ever loved. Will always be my first love. And cared. You know, there there was times in my life when I was getting trouble in school, and and her and I we we had a strong bond uh, because we 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 went through a lot, and there there were times where it, it was my fault. I I did I did the wrong thing, but she would fight. She would fight to hell for me. I, I really, I really, and 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 I don't mean that as an exaggeration. You know, I believe you know for her, the people that she loved, the people that she cared about, not just me. I really believe she she would fight till there was no more fight left in her. You know, she cared. She she loved you, and she had compassion for you. Yeah, she was gonna fight for you. She would believe in you. She would support you in everything that you did. You know. But also, she would be a critic. She would tell you that you need, you need to get it together. You know, you would call and, and have those phone calls. And, you know, I'm not going to use the word. She would, uh, um, you know, you know, she could bitch. I, I hate to say it like that, uh, you know, but, uh, and, you know, she could. <laughs> and, and, but, it, but in a good way, you know, um, that, but that was her. She would let you know when she was pissed. You'd let you know when you did something upset her. She wasn't afraid to say it. She wasn't afraid to speak her mind. Um, that is for sure. And when I was a teenager, I was really re- rebellious and, and wild and, and did a lot of dumb things. And um, we really, we had a special bond because everything that we had been through. You know, I got in trouble in school a lot when I was a younger kid. You know, I, I was somewhat of a, of a problem child. But mo- most people, you know, would have wrote me off. She never did. And to me, that's why I am... So, so grateful that, that she was a part of my life. You know, I, I look back and I, I think of where I could have grown up and where I did grow up. And, and I'm so thankful to God that it worked out. You know, I, I used to ask, you know, why am I living with my grandparents? Why can't I live with my mom and dad, you know, and be like a, you know, quote unquote normal kid. But if I'd have never grown up, with my grandparents. I would have never been taught the things that I was taught in life. I don't know if I'd have necessarily had the mindset and the approach to life. And I don't know if I would have met the people that I've met in my life if I'd have been in a different area. You know, one of the things that being, you know, young and being raised by your grandparents, one of the things that I got to know through her was, you know, I, I got to know current events and, and, and so forth because she would watch the news every night at five o'clock and things like that. So so they educated me in a way because I, I was learning the real world things. You know, I was learning, you know, at, at a young age, I was hearing the stories from aunts, uncles, people there about, you know, not being laid off, not having a job and, and the bills coming in. You know, I was learning about the legal system, you know, because of people getting in trouble with the law and hearing my grandparents talk about it and stuff. One of the reasons why I wanted to become a lawyer, you know, I'm 10, 11 years old and I'm hearing stories about people, you know, that have gotten in trouble. They're looking at jail time. They committed this crime, that crime and, or what have you. You know, I, my mind was very adaptive to this area that I was in, the, the surroundings. 
And at, at the end of the day, I'm thankful for her for that as well. I cannot give enough thanks to my gram for the life that I have had in my life. I, I can never pay her back for what she did for me. I will never be able to pay her back. And one of the reasons, as I said earlier, that I do this show is because my grandma always told me to be myself and go after my dreams and to never. And I think she told all of her children that. I mean, she had 10 children and they're all very special people. Um, I also watched my gram go through the loss of a son, you know, but who was my uncle. And then I, I watched her go through the loss of a daughter, my mom. And I, I seen this woman who had had a hard life from, from day one, her whole life, and seen how she just kept grinding and never made excuses or said, why me, why me, why me? She knew the situation she had. That was life. That was her life. And she was going to keep moving forward. And I think if you know her, you truly know her. You can say that that was the truth. She's gonna. She kept moving forward. She knew that she didn't come from money. You know, my pap and her had a a good life. They 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 did, but you know, financially they were not rich, but they they survived. And that was one thing that I said. She knew how to survive. You know, and women are strong people. I know that, and I'm not trying to be a sexist here, but that woman was so so strong. That, to me, to me, she was a giant. You know, you know what I mean. I I put her on a pedestal and I idolized her for what she represented and what she did. And her life will always remain the legacy that she has. I should say, will always be here because of the legacy that the things that she did in her life, the things that she did for her children. The things that she did for her grandchildren. You know, she stepped up and raised three um, three grandchildren. She didn't have to do that. She raised 10 kids of her own. She didn't have to. She could have heard my grandfather, and, and I'm going to do an episode on him, could have said, no, we've, we've, raised, we've raised our children. You know, it's time for us to sit back and relax. Maybe they wanted to move somewhere. Maybe they wanted to travel, but they didn't. They stepped up to the plate when they didn't have to. You know what I mean? And they accepted the challenge. My goal in my life, has always been and always will be is to, I want to make her proud in everything that I do. Everything that I do. And, and as I close here, you know, today, a little different episode. It's, it's an emotional one for me. The first time that I've spoken public about, you know, my gram. And, um, you know, I, I loved her with everything that I had. And she, is one of the reasons why I wake up with the fight that I do. That fire comes from her. If your parents are out there and, and you don't have the best relationship with them. No, I don't have a counseling degree from Penn State or a university. I don't have a psychology degree. But I do know what it's like to not have your parents here on this earth, whether you're religious or, or not. And, and that, but 
if your parents are here on this earth and you do not have the best relationship with them, I want you to think long and hard about what I just what I'm speaking about. Because I'm speaking about somebody who's no longer here. A person that I can't pick up the phone and call. I can't get in my car and drive to her house because she's not down. And one day your parents or your loved ones, you know, the people that you call mom and dad, and that doesn't have to be biological. That's one thing that I've learned in this world. Amend that relationship with them. Fix it. No matter who was wrong. I know the hurt can be great, but fix it. Because one of these days you're going to get a phone call that, that they're no longer with us. And you have to get prepared to go to their funeral. And that's a hard pill to swallow. A very hard pill to swallow. And I'm so glad my grandma and I had the relationships that we did. That we were on good terms. We were on good terms. You know, Dorothy Mara taught me how to fight. How to live my life with no regrets. And how to never, never, never give up. And to be proud of who I am. Be proud of the things that I've done. Whether, well, you, you know, that's me. That's who made me me. And I'm going to continue marching on. My grandmother's legacy will live here forever. For the rest of my life, at least. Because I'm going to spread her name, her legacy around. And let people know how great of a person she was. Um, those are some of the things that I want to do. But I wanted to do this episode. And wherever you're at, Graham, you know, I know, I know that you're listening. And I hope that I'm able to make you proud. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you viewers for listening in today. Thank you to listening to this. And call your mom and dad and tell them you love them if you can. And be thankful that your parents brought you into this world. And be proud of who you are. No matter where you came from. No matter who you are. Thank each and every single one of you. God bless you and have a great day.